Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin. Now I need someone to breathe me back. Oh, yeah, guys. I need a lighter. Yeah, I definitely need a lighter. Wait for this part. Here we go. Hello, guys. Welcome to a new episode for the after show of Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. If you guys haven't done so already, please go on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, rate, review, subscribe. We love hearing your feedback. We miss your YouTube comments. At least I miss them terribly. So for the last few weeks, let's take it up a notch and start talking to us because we have a lot of questions about what you guys think is going on because it's kind of crazy. I have two beautiful co-hosts here with me tonight. Would y'all like to introduce yourselves? Let us know we can find you on Twitter. Absolutely. I'm Lindsay Miller. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Rockin' Mama Life. And tonight I will be manning the live chat on YouTube. So if you're watching now, hit us up. Live chat. I'm like, stop. I finally stopped bobbling. But yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Tara Johnson. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at TJ Wagging Her Tail. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram and AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms. Tonight we'll be talking about Season 2, Episode 11, Rule Number 118, Let Her Eat Cake. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. they're trying to make her eat cake. Yeah. She needs like a cake Girlfriend IV. needs to eat cake. Oh, that would be the saddest thing, a cake IV. Hey, man, she needs something. You can't something. even taste it. But she needs something. She does. What do you, since we are all three kind of back together now, like, what do we think about Abby and her breakdown? Like, what's really going on? I think she sums it up when she says... The baby wasn't ours. I mean, Jake's. Right. Okay. I feel like she broke down before that, though. Yeah, I, I feel like it's just all these changes that's like Jake and the baby, but they're not the baby. And Dr. Harris, which that turned out to be for me a bless, I think a blessing, but then not Dr. Harris. And then now Delia's moving. I mean, it's just a lot going on. Her book and then not her book. I don't know. She's just melting. I don't know. I feel like it all goes back to Jake. And I feel like that for her, this baby was, like, the one good thing that could have come out of all of that hurt and all of that stuff was that there's this beautiful baby that was going to come into the world and they could love this baby and it would be this, like, positive thing that was unexpected and not great but happened and they could really embrace it. And then when the baby isn't theirs... Everything falls apart because then she's like, there is no silver lining. There is no yeah. Yeah. new love. There is no bright side. Like, this is just crap. 
I get that. I I feel so they're trying to make a statement about something. And I'm like, okay, I don't think it's addiction. Sure, Abby likes to drink, but not that much. Right. She's fine. I think it's a mental... I think health I thought thing. that. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. they're going to be... She's going to be diagnosed as bipolar or something like that. She definitely seemed ma- like she was going through a manic episode. Yeah. Like, just the erratic yeah. behavior and, like, the not... Just all of it being super stressed out and... Yeah. I do think it all goes back to Jake, though. Like, I do think everything... Like, remember how high she was when she and Jake had their weekend? Like, how high she was. And then when it didn't work out, she just hasn't been able to recover from that. Mm -hmm. And I think this baby... Because I kept saying while I was watching the episode, why are you so attached to this kid? But I really don't think it was the kid or Becca. I think it was, like, her only last connection that she thought she could make Mm -hmm. to Jake. It all... To me, Mm. it all goes back to Jake. All right. Well, speaking... Speaking of Abby and Becky... Becky. (laughs) Becca. We're going to just start calling Becca Becky. Um, And the baby, you know, Abby wakes up after Becca gives birth, and they all know that it's not Jake's child, but she faints. And we think at the end of... I think last episode, she just faints because she was surprised. Yeah, it was a little right. dark for Jake's baby. Yeah. <laughs> it was very dark for Jake's baby. That baby was black. The only Jake part, is not. Yeah, the only black. part Jewish about that baby was probably its penis, but I'm Jewish, I'm allowed to say that. So, that, you know, that yeah. could have told, but no, Becca's really doesn't have any of that in her either. I mean, except she did at one point, obviously. Well, she had some of it in her <laughs> at some point. I really wanted to see Becca and have, like, I wanted to see her explain herself. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little upset that we haven't seen that. Maybe we're saving it for perhaps when she has to explain it to Jake. Yeah, I'm thinking that. Because I'm just like, you just Becca's gone. I mean, Becca yeah. and her dark baby are just gone. I mean, you know that's what? a lot. Before the episode started, the ladies and I were discussing, like, why they just threw Tay Diggs' name in there. Maybe Tay Diggs... We should look this up on IMDb. I think we're getting a cameo. Is from he going to come? Yeah. I tried to look it up and I couldn't find anything, but I I feel like it's such a random name to throw in there. Yeah. That the only reason that it makes sense to me is they're like maybe we can get Tay Diggs. <laughs> I would like show that. for the cameo. I'd appreciate that. Or I, I think we all would appreciate he could that. Be there every week. Really, Do I would that too. Also, be fine with that. So basically, though, we find out that Abby has low everything. She has low protein, hemoglobin, calcium. She's She's run down, dehydrated, and she needs to rest and eat a sandwich or ten. That doctor was very judgmental. He was. His bedside manner was not kosher. (laughs) Right. His bedside manner was not kosher. But she needed it, though. Like... She was a hot mess. Well, she, she did need to eat, like, ten sandwiches. She does. Girlfriend's skinny. Yeah, I mean, and I do notice sometimes that she does eat very healthy, but it doesn't ever seem like a... It doesn't seem to be talked about very much, and mm-hmm. you typically don't talk about grown women having eating disorders. Right. It's usually just teen- teenagers. Yeah. That's but really I, common. Yeah. yeah. I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm, she has something. And I, and I will say, I, I did think mental illness, also by the end of the episode, when she was so manic, you know, after she had the yeah. whole night with her daughter. I was like, what is wrong with her? Yeah. So maybe. Maybe that's well, coming she's the pike. Ob- yeah, and she's obviously not eating, and, you know, eating disorders are not about food. Right. They're not. You know, it's about it's about control, and, you know, there's different things that manifest. People can develop anorexia when they're depressed or when they have anxiety, and obviously it's this is a manifestation of whatever stress she's going through is is manifesting through she's not eating and not taking care of herself. Yeah. 
But I still think that it's something bigger. Because even uh, when Alana Ubach was in here, who I still think about that yeah. night. So sad you missed it, Tara. I'm so sorry. Oh, Come back. Fantastic. <laughs> she was so cool. And she was just saying, you know, that like Lisa Edelstein is such a good actress because she was so worried everyone was going to think she was a bad actress for how crazy mm-hmm. she was acting. And she says that they really tie it up and it makes sense and that she's going like through something crazy and huge. Yeah. So... I think they're going to chalk it up to more than, like, whatever it is that we are okay. saying. I okay. don't know. I'm Okay. I'm waiting for that. Like, that would be exciting. Mean, something. We just need something. Yeah. I think we need some explanation yeah. at this point. Yeah. Like, she's, she's obviously going through something, and it's palpable, and we can feel it and see it and taste it, and, and I think it's within the next two episodes, we need to really understand what's yeah. happening with her. Yeah, and I thought that we would get that when the doctor came. I was like, okay, cool. They're going to finally tell the audience and tell the characters, like, what the hell's going on here. But it was still very vague, so we'll see. Yeah. All the ladies are there, though, and it was really Maybe nice. she's going through menopause. Is that... Is, are these kind of mood swings and stuff associated with menopause? Like, I don't know. I think mood swings are. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. If this not, is what I have to look forward I'm to. I'm not up to date in my menopause <laughs> symptoms. <laughs> But if any of you guys know, could this possibly be menopause related? Maybe there's like I a hate disease. the insinuation that going insane has to do with menopause, but I know like hormonally and like yeah, anxiety and stuff on. like that can happen because you're going through a lot of hormonal changes. So perhaps, absolutely. And I mean, her yeah. kids start to notice, which is really? embarrassing. Yeah, but I love sad. that we see more of her daughter Lily in this episode. She's actually a sweet little actress, and I hope we get to see a little bit more of her. Yeah, and she's really growing up. And yeah. she's grown up a lot since even the first episode. Yeah. yeah. But I'm kind of feeling like in this episode, in, in all the episodes coming up, like, Lily's becoming more of the adult uh-huh. as Abby just kind of falls apart. You know, I'm, like, seeing this transition between the two of them. And that makes me, I mean, for Lily, the actress is fantastic. But for the two characters, it's kind of sad to see that. That yeah. kind of, that switching. But I feel like Abby hasn't really been a whole... A lot of a maternal character at all, mm. so that so much as we've seen her, which is interesting because she, you know her career was built upon these like parenting advice books, and for the most part, this season she's pretty absentee parent, or we don't see any parenting happening. The only parenting we see is from her daughter to her. Yeah, so it's just interesting. She has a lot going on. Jake's not there. I think that she's probably still busy too, though. I mean, just yes, she's writing her book, but packing their lunches and it's a lot of T's to be crossed and I's to be dotted. I don't know. I I just feel like they don't want kids to be a big part of the show for some reason. Right. Because, I mean, Phoebe's are just... No, no, Phoebe's... Yeah, I forgot she had well. kids. Yeah. Not and even have children. <laughs> I forgot she had It's children. very weird. We'll get, get into daycare her. a lot. We'll get into her in a minute. <laughs> Let's talk about some uh, Joe and Scott. Oh, I love... Scott and Joe. Scott. Do you love? Do we love Joe and Scott? I love Joe okay. and Scott. I do. You know, we see them. We see them come in, and they obviously haven't addressed the fact that they got it on on the couch. That I wonder if Joe really did take from <laughs> Abby because Abby told her she could have her couch right. the second time she slept on it with somebody else. Um, but Scott's like flirting with the customers, like very, very outwardly, which is not outside of his norm. Well, he was very crude, though, I thought, even yeah. to the customer, and the girl was all about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
What did he say? But something about her something boobs. About her rack or something like that. Pretended that it was the box. Oh, he yeah. said he said they're very fresh. Like me you know, like and you thought they were like right. you know, freshly made and he's like, Nice rack or something. <laughs> Super I mean he's cute though. I so thought he can it get was away funny. with it. Yeah. <laughs> he can get away with it. It's but the Joe accent. was like noticeably jealous and bothered by it. Uh, well, of course. I mean, yeah. I think that even when he would do that before, it was hard for her to act not that way. But right. now that something has actually yeah. happened, which we asked Solana that if she knew if the character, if her and Scott had had something before. And she she kind of didn't really know. Hmm. I think we find out that she didn't. Because in this, like, interchange in the bakery, he's, you know, she's talking about, like, we're just not gonna, we're not gonna repeat this. Like, whatever, let's pretend like it, right. you yeah, know, move on, yeah. whatever, it happened, like, we're not gonna repeat it. And then he's like, yeah, 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 fine, no need to make it emotional. And then she was like, oh, well, obviously you just act like you cared right. so you could sleep with me because all of your other advances were shot down. So clearly, like, he's been trying to put the moves on her for a while and she shot it down and then he opens up to her and acts like she he cares about her and she sleeps with him. Did and they so have sex? Like, I thought it was dry humping at first. I thought that's what they said, but then she alluded to them having sex when they were in the bakery. I don't know. Right? It looked I don't know. like... I don't know. More than dry humping. Well, but yeah, because she, she either A, lied to Abby right. specifically, mm. or they just, like... I, I was like, well, a box is definitely like a vagina. And I don't really know if like that would qualify as like her mouth. Cause I was trying, cause I thought they just dry humped. I did too. No, I think the, uh, the slip has like the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, I think there is. There was full contact in that sport. I, don't know if I like them together. I, you know I love them together. Do you? I mean, I think I like Scott cause he's hot and he's funny and he looks great with the muffin and bun in front of his penis. I mean, he just does. He does. Not everybody he can does. pull that off, but. And he's a great ass. That too. Will Kemp, great ass. From all angles, he looks yeah. great unclothed, I but think. Joe has like not been treated well by anyone. Like we haven't seen her be like swept off her feet. I mean, don't get me wrong, she's a really tough Brooklyn girl and, but even Brooklyn girls like to be swept off their feet and treated like princesses and he's not doing that either. And so I don't, I want to see her be treated like the great woman she is. I think that's why I like them because I think he is going to treat her like the great woman she is. I think that everybody else she's been with up to this point has tried to fix her or change her or, you know, says she's bad for, you know, from kisses like you're, we're bad for each other. We brought Mm -hmm. up the worst in each other. And I think that Scott is like the first person and maybe the only person who really knows her. And sees her for all of her flaws and loves her anyway. Not not in spite of them, but because of them. Right. You know, like he embraces everything that she is and he's fallen in love with Joe, not some version of Joe that she could be, but the Joe that she is. And I think because I'm a little prickly and my husband is very like <laughs> Are you prickly? I'm a little prickly. Like I'm like cold hearted. My husband was like sobbing at our wedding and I was like, You're supposed to talk now, like <laughs> say your vows, buddy. Um, I'm like a little heartless and my husband is very much, you know, our dynamic is very similar to theirs where it's like when we first got together, I was like, why do you love me? Like, I'm kind of like, okay, like why? You know, and it, it just, I think I can relate to that kind of relationship where somebody like really embraces you for all the things that everybody else is like, no, thank you. <laughs> you know, and I, I think it's really sweet. Okay, I really like that because before I was kind of torn between your both of your opinions mm-hmm. and 
Now I get it, though, because he has said so many times, like, I really like you for who you you are. are." And she's a... When you find someone, if you're like Joe, that has such a big personality that is constantly pissing people off, if you find someone that actually really likes that about you, because mm-hmm. you can't change who you are, no, then no. you should keep them around as long as you yeah. can. I just want that white. I don't want him to get on that horse and come in like but a I white knight. I think he's knight. going to. Yeah, that, and if he does, then I'll like completely change. I mean, my did opinion. you see the previews? Yes, yes. <gasps> I Break just my see heart. It. I want to see it, and then he not tell another woman I like your rack. That's what I want to see. I want him to seem, like, consistent about Joe. Well, I mean, but that's also hit. I don't know. Like, I think he's just kind of cheeky. Well, that's a little... That goes a little bit beyond cheeky. Uh, let's just say if him and Joe were together at that point, that conversation would not be appropriate. Right. I don't... I don't know. Oh. <laughs> See, he even creeped me out of someone... If I went to go buy some, like, muffins or something... It was clearly a joke. Like, it was a joke. It wasn't like, hey, baby, you he have a nice wrap. number. Uh, in the well, box. They, okay, that, that was inappropriate. That can't happen. But I think the joke itself, like, I think it was just... He was just being cheeky. Like, I don't know. I didn't I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> I, I don't know. What do you well, guys think? Do you I think mean, it was bad? <laughs> I mean, I, I hope I have a nice rack, so I would have, like, appreciated the compliment on the sly, but I don't want, like, the random bakery dude just to say that to me. I mean, you know. It was a little bit out of line. A little bit. Well, you know what? He's British. Right. He so can do, I mean, he can get away with it. Get away with it. Get away with it. However, Frumkiss really cannot uh, get away with no. this shit. Done. Frumkiss. Done. Did How he dare. seriously use his emergency key? Why he had one, I don't know. To come in and sleep under his couch after Charlene broke up with him. For the German tennis instructor. I could have oh, called that. Charlene. Yeah, right. You saw that coming. I laughed. You saw I was that one like, coming. I can't. Well, I was sad. I was like, is Megan Helty done? I guess so. Yeah, I guess she's done. No, I don't think that's the last we'll see of Megan Helty. Hmm? I don't know. We'll see. I think we'll I mean, see some more Megan Helty. We'll see. Well, what was that look on Joe's face, you guys? Was it happiness, relief, like, planning something in her head when Frumkiss hugs her and he's like oh, oh hold yeah. me she has this look on her face she does. Yeah. she's either planning yeah. something is I don't I don't know I don't know I mean I, I, think, I thought originally it was like because she had resigned herself that maybe I'm going to lose this bakery and everything I've worked for because I don't want to put my daughter through this so I think that's what she was preparing for and then this left turn happens and I just kind of sense like she was thinking, wait a minute, now everything's different. Maybe I will have the bakery. How do I feel about Frumkis? Like, my family might be back. Like, it's just a lot of different emotions were flooding her. I think she was just confused, you know? I mean, here's this guy who literally led a double life, like, destroyed her emotionally. And she, you know, we've seen that she still has, like, feelings for him and she hates herself for having feelings for yeah. him. And it was, like, the reason for her, like, Tinder bender and, like, when that guy shows up on your couch, like, oh, take me back, I think she's kind of like, uh... But that's not what he was saying, really? You think that's what he was saying? He, I think he, he didn't wanted to be say held. that, but you show up at your ex's couch saying, like, hold me. I don't know. I think it's... I don't know. I think it's far-reaching and, and just indicative of his behavior mm-hmm. to think... That the woman that you cheated on me with, like, you led a double life. She leaves you, but you still have the gall and gumption to, to like, be on my couch and then expect me to console you. I I think that's the look on her face. I was like, who are you? What the frick are you thinking, coupled with, 
what is happening right yeah. now? Like, Ooh. I think it was like a combination of those looks. It's like, like who do you think you are, but who do you think I am? Like, right. who do you like, think what? I am that I'm just going to wrap my arms around you and be like, it's okay. It's okay. Because she didn't embrace him. She was kind of like... I would have kicked him in the nuts and be like, get the hell out. being hugged by him, and she was like, what is happening? What is happening? Yeah, I mean, the only thing, like, the reason that she has been, and what what I think is very kind thus far, I mean, she left to start a new life with her daughter, and he freaking followed her with the woman that he left her for, slash had a double life with for a long time. Mm -hmm. And they follow her to the, across the country when she's trying to start over. I get that he wanted to be around his kid. I understand that. But, like, that's just cruel. Yeah. It's yeah. just yeah. The cruelty continues. She's yeah. gonna have to like set some boundaries and you know, and and she doesn't want to she doesn't want her daughter to see him suffering, but she also right. can't subject that to her like she can't allow it to happen to herself either. Yeah, it's a you know, I like I said before, I am a child of divorce and I get it. My parents still have a relationship and they have like gone through they've said a lot of mean, mean things to each other and you know, at the end of the day, like they still come together. Even when, like, my dad has been terrible or whatever because they have me and my brother. And right. it's just always been a thing. And as a parent, you really have to be careful about that because it's not a, it's yeah. not right to do to your kid yeah. to have them alienate a parent. Yeah. So well, I also think it'll be interesting because Scott has been very verbal on how he feels about From Kiss. So yeah. it should be interesting to see now that we have this new relationship sort of shifting with Scott and Joe to see what happens when Frumkiss is trying to re-enter the picture. But I would also like to see, now that Frumkiss is back, or for however long it's going to be back, I would love to see Jake back, because oh, yeah. Jake and Joe, like, or like I still think Jake and Joe are going to end up making out at some point. Some, just the kiss or something. Like an I accidental, do. and then it's going to be like, what are we doing? Yeah. And then... Yeah. No, you know what, though? I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought if it did, it would be embarrassing. It would never happen again. But when Alana was here a couple weeks ago... Mm-hmm. I, she had a look on her face when I mentioned it. She really did. She and did. I looked at her and I go, really? no. Mm-hmm. Really? And she was like... Mm. She was like... She had to like look at the ceiling when we were making predictions. And she had a look. Yeah. She goes, all I have to say is you guys are really good at making predictions. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love to hear that. I know. And all I said, I was just like, whoa, I totally thought that that was to- really inappropriate and was never going to happen. I know. You guys have always been off. And I'm like, no. Yeah. You're right, Lindsay. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I can't see. wait. I can't wait. When is Jake mm-hmm. coming back? I mean, I just oh, want him I to come back. I have a prediction on that, too. <sighs> he, I'll share it with you later today. I really hope he comes back very soon. Oh, he's going to. Yeah. Okay. Oh, All right. like, oh, I know. I know things. I talked to the writers. Okay. I don't know any of the writers. I'm just psychic. <laughs> oh, my God. Me, too. But I, I don't vision. see it yet. <laughs> Maybe I'll see it soon. It like, came to me in this so. episode. It was very clear to me, and I will let you know. Okay, good. Uh, let's talk about the weirdo party. Not yet. We, oh. we got to talk about Phoebe's and JD for a sec. Oh. I know. Uh, My let, least favorite yeah, storyline. <laughs> let's like kind of just skim over them. Their uh, relationship to me is really uncomfortable. She's helping him get jobs. Yeah. yeah. Marianne Gallagher, gallery owner in New York, wants raw L.A. talent for her new L.A. Yeah. gallery. A.K.A. porn. Yeah. <sighs> I, you know, the J.D. thing, I want to like it, but it just doesn't feel real. Like, it doesn't feel like it's a, anything that could last longer than the yeah. end of this season. Mm-hmm. I will say, in their defense, this is the first episode I wasn't completely skeeved out by it and felt like, okay, maybe they're building something here. Um, 
But it's still just weird. So they have, you know, the he's upset, obviously, about Ralph. Rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. The gallery, and Phoebe's, like, apologizing. She's like, I think you're not really upset, and then she, like, tries to hook up with him, and he, like, can't get it up. Because he had masturbated five because times that day. Had, yeah, it was worn out. He had out. done research for his new line, <laughs> a.k.a. Just worn out. watched a bunch of porn. Like, are they still nudes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, basically, she is like, you're watching porn because you don't want to talk to me about your anger, and... It was a very silly conversation. She was like... What? You're not going to save some for me? I was like, what is this? Cookies? (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) And I feel like... Don't get me wrong. There's great relationships between men and women where the woman, like, really pushes the man to the next level, like, supports him, that kind of thing. But this is almost... Right. In any any context. (laughs) She's doing it all. But that's what I'm saying. (laughs) She's doing it all. And he appreciates it and, like, expressed that to her this episode. But I just don't see them on the same footing. It just seems so weird. It, just, it seems somehow inappropriate yeah, to me. I think it's the about word. It. Like, I feel like it It feels like she's taking advantage of a child or something. Like, it just something. feels it's very uncomfortable. a little uncomfortable. I get that. I do. Um, I mean, it's funny because the first, before they had sex for the first time, she, like, asked him, like, is this consensual, basically? I don't want to make sure. Yeah. I just, like, she's like, I'm in my underwear. I get it. But I just want to make sure. White underwear. Oh God! I mean, Phoebe looks freaking amazing in anything. Yeah, but she really did. So we don't really understand this no. entire thing. I also thought, and me and Lindsay joked that when we first met him, he was playing that crazy heavy metal music in the studio, and she surprised him. Or no, we that was like right after we met him for the first time. Yeah, but when she first went to his yeah, apartment. we thought like, oh my god, he's gonna kill her. Yeah, and like I thought Phoebe was no more. But tonight that came to me again when he had the stable gun and she goes in to surprise right? him. Right, and he's like doing his work, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like making you canvases. And, like, looks at her like it's oh her my fault. God. It would be so wrong if the writers took, like, a turn like that in the show. All of a sudden, we've got, like, How to Get Away with Murder. Like, in the middle of yeah. Girlfriend's no, Guide to more. Don't do that. Like, oh, my God. Abby accidentally kills Abby. Or Abby accidentally <laughs> kills JD when she walks in on him attacking her best friend, right. Phoebe. I can't. Please, no. Please, no. And now it's a murder I can't. Well, yeah. okay. Let's get into But he does Delia. tell her he loves her. He does. I feel like that's he does. to address. He tells her he loves her. And she's like, oh, I love love you too. And I'm she like, didn't say it. She Well, she, I think she said she acknowledged it. And she, she said, I really did. care about you too. Something. Yeah, I she, feel that way too. Or, I don't remember. Mm-hmm, something. It wasn't, she didn't it. say love. She no, didn't. she didn't say mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. She basically said, I reciprocate these feelings. Maybe I'll get like single white female on her. <laughs> I, yeah, I, that's what I was thinking actually. But oh, we'll see where that goes. There's a lot more going on in this episode because Delia is deciding to move to New York officially. Mm-hmm. She gets the approval from her office. Mm-hmm. Albert is not happy. No. Oh, Albert. Well, they are not over. Albert's not happy. Abby's not happy. No one's really happy Warren's about... Warren's not happy. Yeah. Abby was a B-I-T-C-H about it, though. Yes, so let's talk about that. The girls decide to throw her a bachelorette party, surprise her, which was super fun. I loved that. I loved, I just want to say, Delia running when she thinks she's being attacked by these people. Oh my gosh! was so good. was so good. How would you not know that was them? Like, for real. she's scared. She's running. She's like, oh my god, it was so funny. It was like every bad, like, B horror movie. Like, when the girl's like, he's gonna get me. I'm ready for my life. 
<laughs> so awesome. I was, like, I was like, honey, you're not going to get away. You got me like, If that friends. was real, you'd be dead. Right. These, you are not going to get like, away. I'm really <laughs> hoping no one ever attacks her because... No. So no, good. she's done so. She would be <laughs> She's dead. not going to fare well in New York right. City, that's all I'm saying. She better have a town oh, car so ready for her. At all oh times. Oh, God. At all times. Well, Barbara plans this really fun night for the ladies um, because Barbara has these connections. And we love high-end invite-only male strip clubs. I thought Barbara was, like, not well off. So I'm just curious as how she has this, like... But she's an editor slash publicist slash like whatever. So I think it's those kind of connections. Connection, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I want to know if that place really exists. Mm-hmm. Of course it does. Yeah. If you guys know of any, let <laughs> us you know been? in the comments, just like for <laughs> I, research purposes. I wish I had. <laughs> I can't. Have you guys been to like a strip club mm-hmm. like with no. men? You mm-hmm. have, yeah. I was at this like bachelorette party, and this the stripper was there, and I had a long skirt, and he went under my <gasps> skirt. Oh no! no. Seriously, I can't, oh, I'm sorry, mom. He went under my skirt, and once he came out, I was like, "No, you owe me money." That's what I told him. I said, "Cause <laughs> you owe me money." <laughs> I went to like a Chippendales show once, but it was like a B-rated Chippendales in like Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, and it was so. All sorts of uncomfortable. Like, I'm not, I do not find it sexy at all. I yeah. find it super creeper and weird, and they've got these little banana hammocks, and they're like super sweaty. Super very sweaty. Mm. Super sweaty. Unless very it's Channing Tatum. Excited. Then. Oh, Channing Tatum, that's a different story. That's yeah. a whole different <laughs> realm. We're talking different level. Yeah, I've, I've never been, and oh, I you do should think, go. It's an experience. No, I think I'd get really, yeah, like sometimes I think penises are really like gross when they're close up they're to my face. They're super creepy when they're like coming at you gyrating and sweaty and smelling like cocoa butter. That sounds like, <laughs> I think I would maybe throw up. Like honestly, I'm completely really... I'm 100% straight by the way but I think I would maybe throw up if like there was like a sweaty like elephant no. thing. Like strip clubs in general, I'm just like Ugh. I just have these vision of like sweaty yeah. coconut oil smelling penises. <laughs> That's what they smell like, right? Well, and coconut uh, butter and oh and uh, glitter. Awesome. And Ladies awesome. and men, if you are watching um, and you are of that sort, like, have you ever had this experience? Please tell us and share it with the world because these stories need to be told. Yeah, and oh they are gosh. tonight. It, the girls, yes. the girls get wild. It was literally like a night, a drunken night in college for me. I feel. Like you think someone's birthday, it's someone's something. You're yes. gonna go out, have fun, and you drink too much, and mm. things you get kicked out because you and your best friend are fighting, and the other one's pulling the other one off of each other. Yeah, I think yeah, that happened to me in college. But I was I just watching. Say, my favorite line was when they introduced the stripper Ricky, and they're like, "Ricky, what do you do?" He's like, "I'm an accountant by day." And Barbara goes, "I'd like to see your spreadsheet." I love Barbara. <laughs> like everything about Barbara. Like, when she kept going, let's not get into our stuff. Like, yeah. let's just keep it. Let's not get into our stuff. Oh, they got into their oh, stuff. They got Wait, all what are whipped in. cream? Sh- they did whipped cream shots. Yeah. There was a Which I thought they were there. literally just eating shots. Of, this is how, how innocent I am. I'm like, oh, they're getting shots of whipped cream. Yum. <laughs> like, that's not what was happening, guys. I honestly feel not. like it had ecstasy in there or something. 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 There was something. I don't know. It's like you get high off of whipped cream they mentioned oh. kind of having a high feeling in it because I know that there is uh, like vodka infused whipped cream. Yeah, I think vodka infused whipped cream, really? I think. Yeah, but I the way they were explaining it, it was as though there was like a drug in there. No, they were like getting high. Yeah, they were getting high. It wasn't drunk. 
It's, I don't know. If you guys are more street savvy than oh, us, it's let us know what's whippets. happening. Whippets? It's called Whippets. Oh. Our engineer. Oh, our engineer knows. Has it it's called Whippets. No, I know what a Whippet is. What is a Whippet? Well, it's like when you take a balloon or something, or something with helium. You, you talk Some, like that? Well, Whippets, though, you... <laughs> You do you you use balloons to do it, and it's and then aerosol cans. I have something similar, but it you take a chemical. It, it's not only the helium. It's not like you talk weird. My, you just kill brain cells. Yeah, you really kill brain cells. Kids don't do this. This is terrible. Yeah. Gets super high. So do maybe so these full grown adults. But they were actually right. eating the whipped cream. So and it wasn't because usually you're just like sucking something for a whippet and getting like chemicals in you. Okay. So with this, it was they were actually eating whipped cream. It didn't seem like they were like inhaling it. I think I saw the whippets thing on intervention. Sorry, but I think I did. No, seriously, I think <laughs> I'm I did. so confused. I'm really confused. Yeah. So they um, there was the cowboy scene, right? Abby gets like a cowboy and makes him go after Joe, yeah. and she was not having it. And you know what this made me think of was um, we still haven't really dealt with her like Tinder attack, right? Mm-hmm. Right, and like. She hasn't dealt with it. That's she why I hasn't Jake. dealt I, with it. I, and I, I, I to come back. I'm a little upset that I didn't, um, like, uh, that was the one thing that after Alana Ubach was here that I wish that I had asked her was about that in particular because they don't really address it. And it's this whole kind of gray area of, like, was she raped? Was she attacked? Or did she just get in a situation that wasn't okay right. with her? Like, she didn't say anything and she let it happen. And I really hope that they do, like, investigate that a little bit more. Because it's definitely her. affecting her. Like, yeah. it's come up without being dealt with. But, yeah. like, she had a, a conversation with Scott about it and kind of described it. She definitely talked to Jake about it. Yeah. It, it came up at this bachelorette party. So it keeps reoccurring yeah. without it really being addressed. She hasn't told her girls. Yeah, no. Which is a big deal. Like, she hasn't told her girls. That's so weird to me that she would tell, like, Jake, but mm-hmm. not tell her girlfriends. That's they're gonna make <laughs> Who knows? You know, that, but the thing is, is there's too much crazy going on right now. She can't really insert her problems because Abby is going off the deep end, literally. Yes. Abby is in the strip club, and she sees a doctor come to the stage, you know, yes. a doctor stripper. I guess that's her type. Uh, yeah, yeah, and she, like, has a... Brain aneurysm. Something. And thinks she's like with Dr. Harris. <laughs> Dr. Feel Good. <laughs> you guys, it made me. I, I watched the episode twice over because, like, I I watch it once to enjoy and right. the second time to take notes. And I was like, I really don't want to watch this scene again. No, it was it was really uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. I wasn't that uncomfortable with it. She said this earlier. I was like, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? She was, I was like, like, she was having a good time. I, she I, did her whippets. She drank like a lot. She was a good time. Lindsay said, I kind of done that before. I was like, what? No, you haven't. Well, I, hope it, I mean, I'm sure you didn't do it looking like her. She just looked like desperate. And... She did look desperate and sad, but I think she also looked loose and like she was having a good time. I don't, believe I don't it know. All. He's I don't stripping, it. she's stripping. Well, it's just it funny. It got real uncomfortable at the Well, end, because it's like when you're with a friend and someone's having fun and you're like, okay, cool, let them have fun and then right. you don't, the friends don't know when to step in when they're taking it too far. Right. You could tell at first they were like, oh, ha ha. It's okay, let's just let her do it. And then she started taking her pants off. Yeah. That's when it got really weird. Like, it take your shirt off. Alright, whatever. When you, she unzipped her pants, I was like, chick, I don't want to see that. Like, what are you doing? I thought yeah. she was, she was going to try to have sex with him. I, I think she, well, she was definitely going to dry hump him on the, there was a lot of dry humping. I think she thought he was Dr. I don't know what she thought. <laughs> she was feeling up on Dr. Feelgood. It went someplace that didn't need to go. Yeah, it, and it was very uncomfortable. And Delia, okay, this is what happened. That mm-hmm. is so huge. 
Delia was not, like, super nice about it. No. Which mm-hmm. is what set Abby off, and then Abby ended up doing something far worse than, like, right. Delia being a bitch. But in Abby's defense, it was also her birthday. True. And they had really they chose Abby's all. birthday to have, like, Delia's bachelorette surprise party, and Abby's clearly, like, just got out of the hospital going through stuff, and they're like, yeah, let's eat cake for breakfast for your birthday, and then celebrate Delia. And Delia was like, you're trying to make it all about you. And she's like, well, it's kind of my birthday. Right. Just the le- le- they could at least said happy birthday. Like, right. You know, like, <laughs> get a little chorus here, you know, as they walked in and then forget it and then go on to the bachelor party. It was like, all about Delia. But it was not okay for Abby to call out Delia yes. on Albert in front of everyone, which nobody else knew about. Yeah, no one knew about it, but... Okay, I don't think Abby was correct in where she did it, but come on, do you? I don't to be think she was correct. Out. No, it's not your news to share. No, no, no mm-hmm. I'm not saying she should have done it at the at the bachelorette party, but I do. Th- I mean, like, come on, like sometimes your friends need to be like talk to like you need to shake them I don't know what Delia's doing yeah but Delia needs to be the one that shares that information with who she shares it with it's oh, not true. Abby's place to be like you yeah whatever. and to me I feel as though what she did and how sensitive Delia is about the specific situation she's about to get married you she's know, not getting married that but okay I honestly you know we said is she gonna move or are we gonna lose this character and no. but I said no too, but after this episode, the damage that Abby has done to their friendship by outing her in front of everybody, to me, Delia is so stubborn that I don't know if it's something she'll be able to get over right away. That's like really, she'll have to be extremely forgiving. Oh yeah, no, I don't think she's getting past the Abby issue. I think it's definitely going to put like a divide in the friendship, but Delia's not going anywhere. No, she's not. She and Albert are not over. And that's very clear. Well, let's talk about that Albert scene. Um, did it seem... So Albert goes to Delia's house and says, you know, you've always wanted to be a judge, and there's this spot open, and I can mm-hmm. get... I cannot see her as a judge. I'm that sorry. was great to me. He was like, I can just get you a judgeship. Like, what are you talking about? I can snap my fingers. <laughs> yeah, because that just happens. Mm-hmm. That's right? just who I am. <laughs> and if you are going to get married, it's I want it to be me. And he says, you know, am I seriously not going to have this again? I was like, and it seemed like he was going to attack her. Well, that, okay, that part was creepy and weird. Up until that point, I was like, mm, you know, I haven't, I think Isis was like a huge fan of Albert from the beginning, and I was like, Albert's a creeper. Yeah, yeah. And I've always been a fan of Gordon, but Abby hates Gordon, and Albert obviously hates Gordon, but I didn't really get it until this episode, and I think he really hit a chord, both Abby and him, where they were like, basically, like, you're gonna be just another one of his trophies. Like, that's basically what's happening, and you're this strong, independent, amazing woman who's capable of all of this stuff, and he wants to diminish the woman that you are. I guess I don't get that from Gordon. Like, don't you Ronnie had the bad scene where, like, he was stressing out for work and he said whatever he said to Abby, and, and I'm you can't excuse that because that's just wrong and embarrassing in front of her friends. But I don't really get that he is just trying to change who she is. I mean, he's making requests of her, and she is agreeing to it. He hasn't forced her. I mean, she, it was her suggestion to move to New York. I mean, she might be doing it for the wrong reasons, but they're her reasons. He's never said it has to be X, Y, and Z. And she's like, I've never, I've never sensed that she makes herself smaller to be with him. I've never sensed that because I think he respects her for who she is. I mean, she was his divorce attorney. 
I, so I don't Abby know. said that last he, night, I was like, where are you getting Well, like, that he from? tricked her into, like, the house thing and, like, just, you know, ha- convincing her to have this big wedding and all of this stuff that's not her. I think she's definitely very much, like, giving in to all the stuff that he wants. And I think, sadly, it happens a lot with women that, like, they get in a relationship with somebody and they compromise themselves and they compromise things. And then, you know, before they know it, they turn around and they're like... Who the heck am I? And maybe Abby's projecting some of what happened with her and Jake onto this or what, but... I mean, I, I do agree with that. I mean, I was in a relationship when I felt the same way, but when it was all said and done, the smoke was clear and I thought about it, I was like, I can't blame him. I was the person who went right. with this. You know what I mean? Like, he never was like, you have to do X, Y, and Z. I was trying to fit a mold that really wasn't authentically me. So it wasn't his fault. It was my fault. So I, right, but in, regardless of whose fault it is, I think it's not the healthiest relationship. Yeah. No, right. I, no I agree. I agree. It's not healthy. I don't think Gordon's a villain here, sadly, right. but I don't think his story will end well. On that note, let's get into some predictions. And now... Your After Buzz TV predictions. All right, Tara, take it off. You know, predictions. Take it off. I'm so sorry. Where the hell? What, what do you I've, want? What's amazing? Um, <laughs> amazing. What would you Speaking like? Speaking of Abby. <laughs> um, for, I mean, I we see like the scene for next week and Dilly's supposed to walk down the aisle and that kind of thing. I mean, I don't think this is a really difficult prediction. It's not going to happen. No. Um, it's, it's just, it's not going to happen at all. But what I can't what I also don't perceive is like seeing Albert at the bottom you know at the at the end of the aisle going marry me marry me because I really think it's he's he's another one who just wants another trophy I don't see them progressing any further I see them kind of fizzling she's not going to marry Gordon that's she's going to need some time to heal and hopefully in third season someone you know who respects her for who she is will come in and help her heal but that marriage thing is not happening and I do think Abby's going to be diagnosed with something. I do think it's more of like a mental Ill- Ill- illness thing. I really do. Yeah. And Jake needs to come back. Okay. So, speaking of Jake coming back, I think Lily is going to call Jake. Mm. And Jake's going to come back. I like this. I think Lily is going to call Jake and be like, Mom is losing her ish. Mm-hmm. And you need to come back. She's losing it. And I think Jake is going to be the one that helps Abby sort of face whatever she's dealing with. On that same level... Um, I think that Albert's going to show up at the wedding and create some sort of kerfuffle. But actually, thinking about it, I think they may actually get married. Mm. I think Albert will drive Delia to possibly actually go through with it, even though she knows deep down it's not the right thing to do. Mm. Mm. Perhaps. Um, but I just have to share, like, the preview, I cannot wait for Scott and Joe at the wedding because I, like, wrote it down because it, like, melted my heart when he's, like, you're helpless, exhausting, hot, exhilarating, and weird, and I can't imagine anyone else. And I love that he calls her Josephine. I think it's the sweetest, sweetest, most adorable thing ever. And he's, like, in love with her, and everybody's led him to her. And she's, like, it's the wedding. You're insane. And she, like, walks away. I think we're going to see him pursue her. I think we're going to see From Kiss try to also pursue her. I think she's going to get confused and she's going to have to deal with this stuff. I think something's going to happen with Frumpkiss that actually brings up the Tinder date. 
Mm. where he is like trying to you know whether he's drunk or whatever but he's like trying to get back with her and she's like I really don't want this and he continues like oh no you can do it you can you know like it's me it's me like let's do it and it triggers that tinder date and she like has this break and I think Jake is gonna be there because Lily called him and he's there and I think he's gonna comfort her across the hall and something's gonna happen there and that's gonna really confuse her what about hottie toddy baker I think they're ultimately going to end up together, but I, I mentioned it when Alana Ubach was here. I think it's really, really scary when you finally are faced with somebody, when you're the kind of person who's very strong and independent and like ha- has a strong will, and somebody really sees you and embraces you and loves you like that, and it's like the real thing, it's scary. Like, it's not all butterflies and ooey-gooey. When you're that kind of person and somebody comes to you and they, like, see into you. And they're like, I get you. I love you. Even though you don't understand how somebody could love you, it's very, very scary. And I think she's going to be very scared and, like, not know how to deal with that emotion. I think hopefully by the end of the season we'll see her turn around. But I think it's going to be some... I love both Stuff of your that. predictions. I got so many of the feels. I really did. I I know I'm like watching you two and I'm like, oh my god, what's wrong with me? I'm about to cry. <laughs> I think that I like the prediction mm-hmm. about Lily calling Jake mm-hmm. and him kind of coming home to take care of things. Mm-hmm. I really don't want his movie to have failed, but I could oh. see that maybe being, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, something, something, something. No, I think Lily's going to call him. Well, yeah, I think, but then, you know, he is directing this huge movie, so yeah. I don't know. I, I think that maybe his he's going to come and take home care of Abby and be kind of the caretaker that she always was. I think that with Joe, I really want her to be with Scott, and I thought the previews for next week looked awesome. I think that Delia, my prediction all season, basically, is gonna be right that she's a runaway bride because in the previews Mm. you see that gordon gets like it looks like a telegram i was like what is this (laughs) right right. (laughs) this is so like old timey but he gets a note of some sort and it looks like maybe it's from albert Oh, because okay. Albert was off the rails that is when he left that is true. her house. Ooh, what if that is true. Gordon leaves Delia on the altar, and she doesn't leave him because he finds out what she did. How about this? Mm. How about this? Mm. Things are working. Things are working. Yeah, mm. I think Team I might have got work it on the prediction. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, on that note, Ladies. please. I'm very proud of us. <laughs> Please let us know what you guys think. We have no official confirmation yet, but there might be a very special guest next week. So please, 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 I'm 85% sure that you guys should tune in regardless, 100% sure, but we might have a special guest. <laughs> I'm not going to be here, but the rest of the ladies Most will. Ever. <laughs> Where can we find you guys on the internet? You can find me, I'm Tara Johnson, on Twitter and Instagram at TJ Wagging Her Tail. And Lindsay Miller, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rockin' Mama Life. And of course, you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram and at SamDavidsonEntertainment.com online. We'll see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.